The Marshall Thundering Herd have fallen off a cliff. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Today's episode brought to you by Price Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, good episode for you today. We'll talk about the herd have lost four straight. Cajuns should be wary of the Red Wolves and Georgia Southern and Texas State over under 70 and a half. <laughs> yeah, boy, that one could be a lot of fun. Can Georgia Southern take the defense for the most part that they played against Georgia State with and take it on the road? against the Texas State Bobcats. But let's start with the Marshall uh, Thundering Herd. And it's one of those that I just, I don't understand it. I didn't see coming. They have just not been the team we thought they were going to be, and certainly not the team that they started out with. Now, maybe it was a little bit, I'll think of the right word, uh, foreshadowing, right? They had to come from behind to beat Albany, right? Uh, they had to come from behind and blew out East Carolina. Uh, and they had a good ball game against Virginia Tech. Uh, and got, actually got a defensive stop. But it wasn't as dominating the defense. Cam Fancher was playing fine. He really was. And they were winning games. And then that old Dominion ball game came. And maybe that was the one that should have said, it was a win and move on. But maybe something's not quite right. They put up a bunch of points but they gave up a bunch of explosive plays. And this is what the defense did and has done since. They gave up 35 points to Old Dominion. They gave up 48 points to NC State. They gave up 41 points to Georgia State. They did give up only 20 points to JMU, which is really impressive because the offense did nothing. JMU probably played a little conservative, which is fine because that's what the game dictated. But nonetheless, they still only gave up 20 points. And Coastal Carolina, they gave up 34 points to the backup quarterback, not to Grayson McCall. And so they have just fallen off the cliff. They're going four and four, and they do not have the easiest schedule remaining. They're at App State. They've had their issues this year. They're, uh, they host Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is going to be playing for a division title. They're at South Alabama. Who knows about the Jaguars? And then they wrap up with Arkansas State. And that could be for a bowl game for each team. Who knows where both teams have four wins. And both teams have a gauntlet uh, down the road. So, you know, that may be the difference between playing in a bowl game and not playing in a bowl game. And so what's happened to the herd, right? We, we've discussed this. They just gave up a bunch of explosive plays it started an old dominion game and then it kept on going into the nc state game we've noted with the georgia state ball game the the roughing the kicker penalty changed the whole game all right or may i wouldn't say change the whole game change what may have been the outcome of the game i'm not guaranteeing that marshall wins that ball game but it may have been uh, a little bit uh, closer if if that was the case but again more explosive plays Coastal Carolina 
Jared Brown, 59-yard touchdown catch from Jared Guest. Explosive plays being 20 or more yards. DeAndre Coleman, 27-yard touchdown catch from Jared Guest. Uh, and then the, the they kept on turning the ball over. So, you know, without watching the game, you know, I don't know where the turnovers were, but, you know, probably short fields somewhere along the way. And the Marshall offense just couldn't get going. I mean, they went back and forth between quarterbacks. Cam started, then Pennington came in, then they went back to Cam. Because Pennington was playing just as poorly as Cam was. And I appreciate what Charles Huff said. He goes, I don't care if it's a left tackle, you know, the outside linebacker or the quarterback. If you're not playing well, you're going to get replaced. We don't notice it as much when it may be somebody on defense, the right cornerback. We all notice it when it's the quarterback. We'll see if they can get back on track, right? I see some Marshall fans, you know, it's on Twitter, so it must be real, right? Uh, are frustrated with Charles Huff. I'm a big Charles Huff fan. I think he's a great coach. Did a great job last year. I don't think they've lived up to the potential of this season. And I would guess to say he believes the same thing. When you're playing App State, they're all out. They got the pitchforks out for uh, Sean Clark. They are all out on Sean Clark. And again, it's amazing because we talked about this the other, you know, earlier this week. Everybody has high expectations for the most part or tradition, right? JMU's got their tradition. Marshall's got their tradition. App State's got their tradition. Georgia Southern has their tradition, right? Teams are building some tradition. Texas State has no tradition except losing. Arkansas State was one of the powers in the Sun Belt, so they have their tradition. The problem is, at Troy, they have their tradition, right? The problem is, everybody can't have their tradition, right? Everybody can't be winning at the same time. Someone has to be on uh, the losing end of these ballgames. So, you know, when you have the Georgia Southern that's playing better this year, JMU is undefeated. ODU surprising people, right? Georgia State may be surprising people. Some of the teams, like the Marshalls and the App States, happen to be on the losing end. So, I mean, I don't sit here and, and think that they're making a change at Marshall, right? I'm not sure they're going to make a change at, at App State. Uh, but it is going to be a heck of a ball game, uh, we think, right? I mean, here's been the problem, right? Marshall can't seem to get out of their own way, and App State loves to fall behind, right? They fell behind against uh, Coastal, and then rare, uh, you know, rally back, and they should have won the football game, but then didn't. Uh, you know, they fumbled that ball game away. Uh, they needed a three-touchdown fourth quarter to avoid losing to Southern Miss, who hasn't won in the Sun Belt yet this uh, year. So it is, uh, you know, App State's been on a roller coaster. Marshall has been heading in the wrong direction. This ball game is on NFL Network, and it should be a good one. Is Marshall? Did I see this right? No, App is uh, favored by three and a half. I will take App uh, in this ball game. They're playing at home. You know, just the quarterback matchups, right? Uh, Joy Aguilar, twenty touchdowns, six interceptions. Cam, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions. Joey Aguilar, for the backup, for being the backup quarterback, although he's been really the starting quarterback, has been fantastic. It should have been a great matchup between Rasheen Ali and Nate Noel, but Nate Noel's just, I, I got to figure he's still injured uh, for App State. We'll see if he is going to play. I'm going to take App State uh, in this one, as you know, both these teams are, are looking for uh, bowl berths uh, as well. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, this ball game, and I mean this with all due respect, 
This has letdown for the Cajuns written all over it, heading to Jonesboro and taking on the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Time to tell you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now I can play during basketball season too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on prize picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is, is really simple to play, and I can like, make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. <laughs> that was longer than it takes to make uh, a pick. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Raging Cajuns coming off an incredibly emotional win at South Alabama. Uh, and, you know, still don't know what to make about South Alabama, that's for sure. But uh, didn't see that one coming. All right. That's the best game the Cajuns have played all season long. And as Mike Desimo said at his Monday press conference, we haven't won every game, but we've improved every game. And that's for sure. That the From the quarterback getting better, to the offensive line getting better, to the running backs getting better, to the receivers getting better. Everybody has improved for the most part. Now a decision here and a decision there by Zian Chris uh, can be picked on, but he has gotten better. And in this South Alabama game, he got better. He threw the ball away. Uh, he was going to get, uh, you know, sacked. And he just, he slid instead of, you know, a lot of times this year, he's kind of thrown it up for grabs when he's trying to throw it away. And this time he just ate it for a couple yard loss. And that's the kind of progression that we want to see. Defensively, they were fantastic. South Alabama came into the game on Saturday scoring 55 points in their last two ball games. They scored zero against the Cajuns on Saturday in the first half. They scored two quick touchdowns in the third quarter, but after they gave up a big third down play, which we've discussed to Neil Johnson, uh, Jacob Cabote with a big 56 yard run, and the scooper and score after that, and that ball game was over. Really emotional win for the Cajuns, big time rivalry with South Alabama. Now, you got Southern Miss next week and then you got Troy the week after that okay so we're going to count the Southern Miss game as a win all right sorry to do that don't sleep on Arkansas State and I think Mike Desimo has the right frame of mind he said you know I know this rivalry started way before I got here as a player and certainly as a coach but when we played them and as a coach the road team never won and even when they have won up there it's been close Cajuns were 13 and one Arkansas State was brutal and it took a 20 play drive and 10 minutes in to the fourth, 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter to win that ball game a couple of years ago. Arkansas State has flat out changed what they've been doing since Jalen Rayner came in. They've gone from averaging, can you imagine this? Averaging less than three points a ball game to now averaging over 26 points a ball game. Now, a couple of games of those are skewed. They only scored like three against Troy and put up uh, over 50 against UMass, but nonetheless. Overall, since Jalen Rayner come, uh, has taken over, and I'm including the touchdown that they put on the board after he came in uh, to this, uh, I believe, to the Stony Brook ball game. Not to the Stony Brook ball game. The game. Hold on. Hold on. The one he came into the game before uh, the Stony Brook uh, ball game. Oh no, it was maybe the Stony Brook ball game. All right. 
and he got them going. They were averaging less than, than three points a game, and they're averaging 26 now. All right? That's a lot. Uh, don't sleep on them. They have gotten tremendously better. All right? Troy blew them out. I understand that. And they did come up uh, short to Coastal. That was at home. They righted the ship by beating Monroe on the road. Not an easy place to play, 34-24. This kid is a true freshman, so maybe the Cajuns defense, Cam Whitfield. Tyler Guidry was on the depth chart. I'm not sure if he's going to be playing. Um, Cortland Flowers will be playing. Uh, He was on the depth chart. So... Just be careful. This has letdown game written all over it. You know, if you're taking the Cajuns, I'm going to take the Cajuns to win, but I think Arkansas State may cover. It was a nine and a half point spread when I first saw it. This has letdown game written all over it. All right. You got plus, I mean, you got a short week coming back. The Southern Miss game is on Thursday on national TV. And then you got an extra few days to get ready for Troy. And everybody is already thinking that Troy Cajun showdown is going to be for the Western Division title. Don't sleep on Arkansas State. Don't you do it. Because then, you know, you're going to be, not only are you going to be upset you lost to Georgia State, no to you in ball games that you had the ball at the end of the ball game with a chance to tie or take the lead, then it ain't going to matter if you lose to Arkansas State. If you lose to Troy because Troy's better on the road, okay, that happens. But set yourself up to play Troy. All right, just don't sleep on Arkansas State. Again, I say this with all due respect, all right? It's just got letdown game written all over it to the Red Wolves. They may surprise them, all right? Wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas State has the first punch in this game, all right? Just be ready for this one because uh, I, I'm I'm actually more nervous about this ball game than I am against LSU and Alabama. I think LSU wins that ball game. I think it's going to be close, but I think LSU wins it. I am terrified of this ball game for the Raging Cage. I do. I, I think Arkansas State has found something in Jalen Rayner. He has, you know, given the whole team enthusiasm. They are three and two since he started with losses against Coastal and Troy. That's it. Pretty good. So be wary if you are the UL Raging Cajuns. All right. Uh, I'd like to see Zylan Perry do a little bit more. It's really been Draylen Washington and Jacob Cabote. Um, I think they're just going to try and run the ball. Let's do a quick look at the matchup here. I just want to see where the strengths may be. It is an early ball game. Hmm. Doesn't want to give me these strengths here. Usually it does. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, let's, uh, you got, again, Jalen Rayner, he's already got 13 touchdowns and only four interceptions, right? He's got more touchdown passes than Zeon Chris. And Rainer came in about the same exact time. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how this game goes. Again, uh, I am a big believer that this is going to be a, I think it's going to be a close, uh, close ball game. I do. I really do. And I'd be careful if I was the Raging Cages. Just be careful. Don't get lazy. Make sure you take care of business because Arkansas State's got just as much to play for. They need some help in winning the West, but, uh, you know, it's going to be quite the matchup. It's going to be quite the matchup. All right, let's take another timeout. 
Again, I will take the Cajuns to win it, but I think Arkansas State covers. Let's take another timeout when uh, we come back. This Texas State-Georgia Southern ball game should be a blast. Talk about lighting up the scoreboard. Time to tell you about FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150. If your team wins, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of uh, the NFL. Uh, Quickly, before we get back to it again, like Troy in that five and a half against South Alabama and going to pick Liberty over La Tech. Can I tell you, betting on the NBA is hard. Betting on the NBA is hard. So, I mean, the Pelicans were down 22, and not only did they cover the three and a half, they won the ball game. <laughs> it's, it's, that's crazy. That is uh, nuts. Uh, so, uh, I guess be careful and and do it wisely. But I like Troy and LaTeX. If I find somebody else, I will let you know. All right, let's talk about this Georgia Southern Texas State ball game. Texas State. Maybe got a little bit of a lesson, all right? G.J. Kinney being a little bit too aggressive. Down eight, going forward on his own 34-yard line, basically ended the ball game. Well, it's fourth and one. If we can't get one yard, yeah, punt it away. This is not around the 50, right? You're going to gain some yardage advantage. This is not, you know, you're on the opposing 45 and you punt it in the end zone and you only gain 25 yards or so. Punt it away, get one stop get back the ball and, and try to tie it up. So maybe a little bit too aggressive. So good lesson there uh, by uh, for GJ Kinney, Texas state still looking for Texas state still uh, looking for uh, uh, to be bowl eligible. Georgia Southern is bowl eligible and they're looking to, uh, you know, compete for the Sun Belt East, right? They're in the driver's seat. Sorry, JMU. But Georgia Southern with wins over uh, Georgia State and Coastal, they are in the driver's seat. They do finish with Texas State on the road, Marshall on the road, Old Dominion at home, and App State on the road. So they have three of their four final ball games on the road. So that's not exactly going to be easy. And I'm a big believer any win on the road is a good win. Uh, this has got a lot of points written all over it. Davis Brin is thrown for 2,400 yards. T.J. Finley is thrown for 2,200 yards. Brin has 17 touchdowns. T.J. Finley has 15 touchdowns. Uh, you got Motty uh, running for 850 yards and White almost 600 yards. Motty's got eight touchdowns. White's got six touchdowns. Uh, it's going to be a blast. I would take the over in this ball game. I do think, I wonder what the spread, spread's only Georgia Southern two. I would take that. And if, you know, you're looking at that and it's a 70-point ball game, that's like 36-34, technically, something along those lines. I wouldn't be surprised if this ball game is in the 40s. I've said that recently, and all the ball games are not, like Texas State and the Cajuns. And then there's another ball game that was not going over either this past week. I'll have to think about uh, which one. But... Uh, I would take the over in this one, 70 and a half, and I would take Georgia Southern. 
in this one. All right. This is this is a little bit big boy football, right? Texas State got punched in the mouth a little bit by Troy. Uh, you know, fell apart at the end. Lost 31-13 in what was a close ball game heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, let's see if they can rebound against Georgia Southern. And now Georgia Southern's going on the road. They had a few extra days after beating Georgia State. Probably feeling pretty good about themselves. A little bit cocky, right? If we can beat uh, Georgia State, we can certainly beat Texas State. This has letdown game written all over it as well for Georgia Southern. It shouldn't because they're playing for a division title. Uh, but, again, what was their schedule? Because, you know, I mean, they get Marshall. That's a division foe. Old Dominion, App State. It's just got letdown game because the last game was really emotional. It's not about Texas State. And maybe I should say that about the Cajuns. It's not so much about Arkansas State. It was more about the Cajuns' previous opponent than it is about their current opponent. All right. But Georgia Southern, and I'm sure Clay Helton is going to let them know, hey, this team, you know, you blink and this team's going to put up a couple of touchdowns. So we better play good defense like what they did against Georgia State uh, and come away with a victory. I think Georgia Southern wins a close ball game. But if you want to see points, and it's on ESPN Plus if you want to watch, uh, you're going to, it's going to be, this game, it ain't going to be fast. This has got three and a half hours written all over it. All right. Let's see how many punts they have. All right. The team that forces the other team to punt the most is going to win the ball game. All right. The team that punts the least will probably come away with a victory. All right. Uh, looking forward to that. The other ball game, uh, the last one, someone has to win and get a Sunbelt victory. It is Monroe against Southern Miss. Monroe has lost six in a row. Southern Miss has lost seven in a row. They're both 0-5. Uh, Southern Miss looked better last week, certainly offensively, uh, but then give up 48 points to App State. I mean, it is a neat trick to lead by 10 in the fourth quarter and lose by 10. That's a neat trick. Uh, Monroe has had a punch gut of a season. They just have. Uh, losing really tough ball games to App State and to Texas State, and they just haven't been able to get out of their funk. Uh, we'll see if the Fighting Will Halls can do it. They're all, they got a two and a half point line. I think Southern Miss pulls this one out as you know they breathe, uh, you know, take a deep breath in uh, in Hattiesburg. Um, good luck to both teams. It's been it's just been a brutal season for both. Monroe wins two in a row or starts the season two and zero for the first time since eighteen, and they haven't won one since. Southern Miss wins their first ball game and hasn't won one since. Um, hopefully they figured things out offensively as they fired their offensive coordinator, which was Will Hall. So he stopped calling plays. Obviously, he's still there. But now they are um, giving those duties to others, I guess, depending on the ball game. And whoever called plays against App State was pretty good up until the last drive. Uh, all right, so I'll, we'll take Southern Miss uh, in uh, that one. All right, uh, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Locked On Sun Belt. We did get some pushback on Troy being the best team in the Sun Belt uh, right now. I can understand that, and I guess I do understand, right, JMU beat them, and they're undefeated. Well, and JMU beat them by two. All right, that was week three, by the way. Uh, and a little bit of difference between the Power Five teams that they played. JMU played Virginia, which is nice for JMU, but they beat them by one. Uh, K-State, who's really good, took down Troy. But that was also week two. So, and Troy's figured things out since then. So I just think Troy uh, is, is playing better than them right now. We'll see what JMU does against Georgia State. I got Georgia State in that ballgame. We'll see, you know, if uh, if Georgia State wins that one, there may be a couple of I told you so's. 
And of course, I'll get it the other way if JMU goes into Atlanta and takes down uh, the Panthers. Uh, all right. Thanks so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. We will uh, be back tomorrow with a recap of the Battle of the Belt. Battle for the Belt. Battle for the Belt. Uh, with uh, Troy and South Alabama as they are playing tonight. Once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Thanks again for watching and listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.